Welcome to the podcast of ideas. I'm Rob Lyons. One issue that has come up time and again in the UK and America in recent months is the shutting down of free speech on campus, with despairing commentators berating Generation Snowflake for their censorious attitudes and wondering why other students are not opposing these clampdowns. This week we heard about a second-year physics student at Manchester University, Arika Dejiman, who is making a stand by actually standing in her student union elections on a free speech platform. I spoke to Erica via Skype about her campaign. Erika, tell me about what position you're standing for and what your platform is. Um, in this year's student union elections at Manchester, um, I'll be standing for the role of education officer. And the reason being is that my campaign is based on the restoration of free speech on campus. And I wanted to make students be aware of how integral free speech is to their education. And this is because without freedom of speech, you're not allowed to criticise other people's ideas. And also your, uh, the ideas that you're exposed to are limited. And I feel that for any, anybody to receive a well-rounded education, they should be exposed to as many ideas as possible and have that freedom to ask questions about the ideas that they're presented with in class. Because if you don't have that capability, then you're just having like a one-sided track of what the world is like. And I, I don't think that should be acceptable in today's universities. Okay, so, so was the particular things that had happened at Manchester or other universities that motivated you to, to stand on that platform? Um, yeah, so it's not just at Manchester. I mean, um, the Free Speech Society tried to bring in two speakers, um, Milo Yiannopoulos and Julie Bindle, but they were banned on the grounds of they uh, would incite hatred or they made uh, and they also made some transphobic comments in the past. What specifically happened was that Julie Binder was banned first and then Jess Lishak, um, the women's officer, said if this was also about um, you know banning people that we didn't like or whose views that we didn't agree with, we would also ban Milo Yiannopoulos and then Milo was sub- subsequently banned after that. And so it just goes to show that she and unions don't really don't really care about the freedom of speech as it stands, all about promoting their own political agenda. And as has been reported in the media, it's not just the Manchester Students' Union, so we have controversies at a range of other institutions. For example, just recently at Canterbury Christchurch, Peter Tatchell was speaking about radicalising queers, and Fran Cowling refused to engage in a platform with him, and she just denigrated him as a racist and transphobic. And we have things happening in Edinburgh where you're not allowed to dress in certain costumes because for fears it may offend people. And just a range of controversies happen in British universities. And it seems to be an ongoing problem. And I think they're going unchallenged. And I feel that's my main motivation to actually challenge this to challenge this culture that's been propagated by unions around the country. Well, I, I like the idea that you've got a free speech society. So I take it then that there are other students there who are equally alarmed about what's been happening. They are, but my contention with the free speech society at Manchester is that they made some concessions to students' unions. For example, last Thursday, they submitted a proposal to amend the safe space policy. And what the safe space policy is, is that effectively it gives control to student union officers to dictate how free speech is restricted on campus. For example, you're not allowed um, to say comments that cause for explicit punishment of people within a student's union building, for example. Something innocuous as, for example, punish all 
whatever, that could get you disciplined if someone reports that. And the Free Speech Society offered this idea that like the Senate, so a group of students beyond the student executive team have the power to ban people. And I didn't really approve of that idea because I don't think that no one should reserve the right to ban a speaker from speaking at the university, be it the students' union, be it the Senate, or the whole student body. I don't, that's not a principle that I advocate. I've been, I've been following your campaign on Facebook. Can you tell me a little bit about what you've been up to? Um, currently, I'm just starting that campaign like really early, so I've been making banners and just getting the message, message across so people know who I am and making people aware that, you know, there is a candidate that's actually fighting against the SU and the culture. And also trying to bring it out to the open that I want to have a discussion about what's going on in the SU and about how the freedom of speech is being restricted on campus. And I want people to be aware of that first and foremost. And so I'm literally just putting all my banners up and down Oxford Road, which is where the university campus is based. So people are aware that we need to reinstate free speech. I, I noticed you've been getting some support from students at other universities as well. Oh, indeed. Like um, there's so many, so many students around the country who really are agreeing with what I'm saying and what other people say about this issue that safe spaces are against the freedom of speech. People don't need to be protected from offensive ideas. They should have the ability to challenge ideas. That's what being at university is about. It's about developing that maturity and having the intellectual courage to actually say, no, you're wrong because of X, Y, and Z, not act in a way where you just want to shut people down and you don't want to listen to each other. And so there's been a lot of support from LSC to Edinburgh to Oxford and also a range of people that I know personally who actually disagree with the culture that's happening. Do you get the sense of where this is coming from? Who's sort of driving this? Is it a tiny, tiny little minority or is this a broader fear about free speech uh, on campus? From my perspective, I could, well, I could be wrong about this, but I think there's a small minority, minority of people who are invested in student politics in the first place. And these type of people tend to have the same kind of opinions for some reason. They're very censorious, they're very authoritarian about how they go about, you know, promoting equality and liberation. They always try to promote themselves as if they're doing the best thing for the students. But the majority of the students, the majority of the students that I find are disenfranchised with the, student, with the students' union. I think it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. The majority of students don't feel that the student union aligns with them or represents their interests. But those who do care about the students' union tend to come from a, a sort of typical kind of student that doesn't really engage with the majority of the student body. So I feel that as the years are coming by, these two sections are being more and more polarised. And I think that's why it's becoming more of an increasing problem. So students, don't want to, students are being more and more disenfranchised with students' union. It's just getting worse. And I think that you know, it's, it's about time that you know we need to have a reversal of culture where actually the students' union should actually represent the majority of students, not just the selected few. Um, the way that students' union, well, at least in Manchester, goes about representation is that they judge people based on personal char characteristics. So they'll talk about how ethnic minorities are represented because we've got an ethnic minority person in the Senate. Women are represented in the students' union because we have a woman in there. LGBT people are represented because you have an LGBT person who who is elected. And it's this kind of identity politics that's getting more and more momentum in students' union where representation is based on your individual features as opposed to opinions. 
these people, they may be diverse in terms of their, their background, in terms of, you know, sexuality, gender, race, whatever, but the diversity of opinion is limited. Okay, great. Well, uh, good luck with that, Elrika. I think it's, uh, it's a great initiative, and uh, I hope you uh, make an impact in the election. Uh, thank you very much. I really hope so. Thank you for listening to the Podcast of Ideas. If you'd like to hear more of our podcasts and subscribe to them, visit instituteofideas.com forward slash podcast. 